Hello, everybody. Welcome to Coffee at FCG. This is our fourth episode and our first time with guest. And we have very special guests. There's nobody else we would rather have in for our first or any time guest. We are here with Ashley and Carly Terrades. Do you say guest like singular? Maybe one flesh. Guests. Guests. <laughs> we are gosh. so blessed to be here. Thank you. And it's exciting Very to be at your first guest ever. Yes. <laughs> we are. Well, thank you guys for being here. We have the regular crew as well, all on one couch, just to give you a mental image of this. Cozy. We got Brittany Price, Will Price, and Lisa Sullivan also here. Hello, y'all. Hey. Hey. It's kind of snug in here. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, it is getting snug. <laughs> Lots of people in a little room, and the air conditioning is off, so it won't show up on the on the yeah. audio yeah. so, so we start sweating might be, <laughs> Sorry. Great. Might be a shorter episode <laughs> you know um so uh we all have coffees and we waited a long time for these coffees <laughs> today so, I, you know it's not even that good these are from I out know. of state i think these coffees came from out of state <laughs> it was an hour state. i had to wait an hour far. it's not our usual place uh, we're not going to name names but they are not one of our sponsors so they are uh, a chain. we couldn't eat we couldn't <laughs> drink from the sponsors coffee today but let's go around the room and let's talk about what we're drinking maybe we won't name names uh, but we'll, we can still talk about the coffees. So yeah. let's start. Um, well, BJ and I have the same, so you can go ahead. I don't even know what mine is because oh. I said surprise me. So it's Lisa, a brown sugar shaken espresso mm. with oat milk because, you know, I like the oaty oat. <laughs> and that's what you're drinking as well. <laughs> and you're drinking that too. Nice. Mm. He All said right. surprise me and I was like, mm, you're getting that. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the, the middle, the middle cushion. That would be me. I'm middle cushion today. I'm actually, uh, so I got a coffee, but I'm saving that for later and finishing the coffee I had from home because, about doing that. you know, I now I now I have two. Um, but the coffee I had from home is, is good. Uh, I, it is um, Night Swim from Charlotte. It's very good. Charlotte, North Carolina, where we're Shout close out. to. So, yeah, sponsor us. Yeah. That would be great. Very good coffee. Please sponsor us, please. <laughs> it's a great name. Yeah, it's Night a great swim. name. Right? I like that. Oh, it's so good. I think they named it after an REM song. I like yeah. it. Night swim. Nice. Um, well, I have a black Americano, but I brought my pumpkin cold foam from home. That's mm, on top yeah. of it. Melted now. Brittany has mastered the art of making cold foam. It's I thought that was like good. peanut butter you was putting in there. Oh. So <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't mm. want to ask. own cold foam? Uh, yeah, so I do... Like extra protein. <laughs> I get my um, ha- uh, heavy cream from the farmer's market and put a little milk and pumpkin. I get the, you know, pumpkin. And no, I don't. Like a whole pumpkin? Like how... Yeah, do yeah like, like right yeah. the juicer. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, I get it in a can. Like, okay, you know, pumpkin. pumpkin. She juiced it by and hand. That's even more impressive. <laughs> Please, it's squeezed. You must work um, out. What else do I put in there? Um, pumpkin spice and um, a little bit of maple syrup. So mm, it's not little, as it's a little work. It's a little bit, but it makes like three batches. So I have it for like three days. So anybody that uses that recipe, you can send a check (laughs) uh, right here to yeah. You have to go to the farmers market. Brittany Brittany Price to be exactly the same. 
And I have no shame saying that this was Starbucks and it's not good. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Now we're never going to get an Where's endorsement. I still, wanted them. I still wanted them to sponsor us. Edit that out. That's um, yeah. All right, let's go across the room. Um, Ashley, what are you drinking? You know, I'm pretty traditional. I just like my Americanos, black, just how I like them. I'm quite... <laughs> <laughs> I like no sweetness, no cream, just black. But uh-huh. I am quite the coffee, you know, snob, they Wait, would say. can I just say something? Say it, Lisa. Okay, we just went on a retreat with you guys, and we heard that you guys had some, some coffee in your room, and I was like, <laughs> literally like, whoa, y'all been holding out on you us. You could have asked. I would have made you one. But if I ask, if I tell one... There was, there was 50 passes like there or whatever. I know, but yeah, like, come it on, went man. Over. So feeling the love on that I, was, I wasn't feeling the love. And then I heard somebody else had like their own little French Grinder. press. I was oh, like, yeah. oh. Someone else with their whole pumpkin under their arm and they're like, yeah. Yeah. squeeze. <laughs> Next time we go on a retreat, I'm bringing up. coffee. I'll bring you some extra capsules. I'm an Americano guy and I like my espresso-based coffee. So I actually take my own machines places. I actually have a portable machine that oh fits in the car cup holder. We've just done 2,500 mile oh, road trip. 2,500 mile road trip. But this thing sits in the cup holder. You put a capsule in it and it makes full Man. pressurized um, uh, espressos, you know, full pressurized espressos on the road. It takes 15 minutes for it to heat up because it uses That's battery. Amazing. And it makes you an espresso on the road. It's the best machine That's ever. Awesome. So anyway, I'm drinking an espresso-based Americano. Wow. Wow. I don't Fancy drink tea. Man. I don't drink tea. No. I drink black coffee. No, due to contrary... Contrary to popular belief. Yeah, I'm American now. Not a tea guy. No. You're about, all American. How about Carly? What you got, Carly? I got a chai latte. I thought it was a dirty chai because I like a shot of espresso in it, but I think it's just a re- I think it's a regular. We can make it it's dirty. Starbucks. Dirty. Yeah, we asked them to I give ordered you a turbo they, they, shot. Did they, they do, shot. I don't know if they did it or not because it's not on a little sticky label. They could, you heard me, so right? I, don't know. I heard you. It might, right. it might, anyway, it tastes it's good. good. It oh, tastes good. good. So, okay. I mean, I know I no you're hating on Starbucks there, but I think it tastes good. So. <laughs> you're expecting them to listen to you. I'm just a simple girl. I mean, I have to say that the least complicated thing about Ashley is his coffee product. Preference. Nice. That is the least complicated thing right. about you. You get one thing. I believe you. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. We've known you guys for well over a decade now. Yeah. I, I can believe that. For 15 years. I think so. Yeah, I was going to say because yep. I was pregnant with Judah mm-hmm. when we met. You were. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. Was, and he just turned 18. 14. I don't know if we'll get into this, but um, man, we met Ashley and Carly at a, I believe it was a gospel truth seminar. Is that yep. what they were called? Yeah. Andrew Womack. Yeah. Atlanta. 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 And they were there the giving a testimony about their daughter Hannah's miraculous healing. Um, like I said, I don't know if we'll get into that today. And if if we don't, man, go look up Ashley and Carly Teradez. Go to their website, Teradez Ministries. Um, and Hannah's testimony is powerful. It will get your faith pumping mm-hmm. hearing about her miraculous testimony. Um, and And here we go now, years later. She is now married with a baby. So the testimony just keeps <laughs> on growing, keeps on growing with the family. The grandparents now. Grandparents. So good. I was so a 44-year-old granddad. That's pretty young. That is young. Awesome. Very young. And he's a cute little kid. He's awesome. So he's cute. so cute. Any grandparents out there, they understand. Yeah. You know, like now we're older, we've got time and money. Not kids that are, much older, thank our you. Our kids are like, how come you didn't treat us this good? We didn't said, have any money or time when we yeah, were little. We were broke. We were young and dumb. Now we've got so anyway, we so, love our little grand boy. So all of us in this room are parents. Yep. There is a level of responsibility mm-hmm. that you feel when you start having kids. Mm-hmm. Will and I just talked about this recently, how long it took us to get home from the hospital. Oh, yeah. And how slow you drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, when you become grandparents, is there like 
less of a sense of responsibility and more of just like, we get to just have so much fun with this. Or is it, is it the same sense of responsibility? What, what, is, what is a big it's difference? Different. It's different because, um, you know, we were really young when we had our kids. So yeah, you know, when you first bring that newborn home, you got that like, ah. but then, you know, you're around them every day and you know, um, you know, what they're capable of. Right. So then it's, you know, you go from like cradling them like they're a China glass to throwing them up in the air and catching oh, yeah. them pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And you get that confidence, right? Grandparents never get that. Mm. They see every single danger, yeah. you know, it, <laughs> it's like, sense. and when they're, when they're watching the parents, it's terrifying. We're watching our parents, throw, <laughs> we're watching our kids throw our grandson up in the air and they're great parents. But, yeah. but like everything on the inside of me is like, oh, and now I have that. more sympathy for my parents when they were watching us with our kids. And our son in law is six foot four, so I'm like, he's already high enough. Really? Like, high. If you drop him, <laughs> if you drop a twelve story drop, yeah, for a baby. if you drop a baby from six foot four inches, that's a long way. And then he say. proceeds to throw him in the air, and I have to like, I have to oh, walk God. away. I'm like, oh, I can't look. Say. So it's different. He won't be scared different. of heights. He won't be scared of heights. No, he's just going to live at altitude. But I'm teaching. If Hannah threw him, it would not so bad. It, no, Hannah, Hannah could drop him. There's no problem. She's only four foot ten. But here's the thing: I'm going to teach my grandson to call me grandfather with an English accent. Grandfather. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I'm going to teach him not to say "look." I'm going to teach him to say "behold." I like it. How cool would this be? You're walking down the street. There's a three year old kid, and he goes, "Behold, father, the birds." I mean, come on. Behold, grandfather. Wow. Wouldn't that be cool? I love it, Ashley. His coffee choice is the least complicated thing about him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That might come up again before we're done. Uh, That's eccentric. That's that's great. That's great. All all of your kids are awesome. Ashley and Carly have three amazing kids. They have a very special place, uh, all three of them, in mine and Lisa's life. Uh, Zach, Josh, Hannah. um, We lead worship Mm -hmm. at a lot of Ashley and Carly's events, which is a huge honor. We love doing it. We love doing life and ministry with these guys. And Zach, the last few years, has been our our uh, our chauffeur, our go to, our contact. Yeah. And we've had so much fun. It's it's uh it's just he's he's a great great guy. Works for the ministry and yeah. getting a a degree. Yeah. yeah. And um, I believe in law. Yeah. Right. Cool. And uh, wow. that's very cool. And Josh is in ministry, mm-hmm. interning at a uh, CFAN yep. in Florida and loving it. Yep, yeah, reaching the world, traveling to Africa and that kind of stuff. He's an evangelist. Yep. Oh, yeah. Josh is like, he's on fire. Mm-hmm. He loves people so much. He so. does. He is a blessing. All, all your kids are awesome. We, we took Josh, um, we're taking Josh on a couple of ministry trips and, you know, people are made differently, right? And so Zach's all business, right? He's easy on the details, but Josh is all ministry. So, you know, we took him to, to come with us and like to help us to, you know, be a bit of an assistant. I didn't really work out because anytime you see someone, he's like off talking to them or ministering to them, you know. And then I end up carrying his coffee and his Bible. And I'm like, what? how did that happen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're awesome. The whole family are, are such a blessing to us personally, to our church, as friends, as as uh, leaders and, and uh, just as ministers. So. We've, we've had three really good discussions on this uh, podcast about the Holy Spirit so far and um, how important the Holy Spirit is to every, to every one of us in our lives uh, personally, but also just in general, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is so vitally important to the believer and in so many circles, seems like possibly the forgotten part of the Trinity. We've, we've, we have centered three discussions now around this fact, uh, around speaking in tongues and 
when when uh, when we you know notice that the schedule of you guys coming to minister in our neck of the woods, and hey, and at our at, at our church this coming Sunday, which I'm so excited about, um, the idea of you guys being our our first guest was very exciting because of who you are, because of your place in our lives, but also in thinking about if if they come around the time we're discussing the Holy Spirit, how perfect would that be because of how much you two personally, well, your whole family flows in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Tara Does Ministries is a great teaching ministry. You guys have the best teachings out there. I mean, but from Power Academy to, to, to everything you do on your TV shows and, and everything online, powerful, powerful teaching. And to go along with that, powerful, powerful testimonies and seeing the work of the Holy Spirit working through your ministry, miracles, mm-hmm. signs and wonders, people mm-hmm. getting filled with the Holy Spirit, um, just testimony after testimony. We had three or four last night people standing up after the service talking about their bodies lining up with the word mm-hmm. because awesome. of you guys ministering through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'd love to, to just hear from you guys a little bit about, um, man, anything that's on your heart. Uh, maybe, man, when did you get filled with the Holy Spirit? Do, is there... Is there uh, any particular moment that, that stands out, recent or, or history? Um, man, just anything that pops into either one of your minds, go for it. I'd love to hear from you. Well, you know, I'm so glad you're covering this subject, BJ, because it is, unfortunately, even in our circles, some people can neglect the Holy Spirit and not really put a, an emphasis or a focus on it. And I tell people, trying to live the Christian life without the Holy Spirit is impossible. Like It's the way we're meant to live the Christian life, is the power of the Holy Spirit living through us. And, you know, Elon Musk and his electric cars, a type of ruin this analogy, but I always used to use the analogy that um, having a life without the Holy Spirit is like having a car without gas or without petrol for our international mm. listeners. You know, if you have a car without gas, you're not going to do much. I mean, you could shelter in it, you could live in it, but you're not going to be able to actually do, do the purpose of it, drive, transport you somewhere. So if we haven't got the Holy Spirit active in our life, it's impossible to live. The, we just have dead religion and it's impossible. And our ministry you're talking about, Terodas Ministries, is about, we always felt from day one, it wasn't about me and Kylie, like, look at us on stage. It was about empowering believers in the promises of God. So we love to empower people in God's promises, um, you know, based on Ephesians 4, uh, 11 and 12, talking about how we equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't do that without the Holy Spirit. You yeah. cannot minister. You can't see people healed, set free, saved without the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus didn't do one miracle. Is that bad English? Anyway, he didn't do any miracles um, until he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. He didn't do any one. miracles. I mean, yeah. Jesus himself didn't do any miracles until yeah. he was filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit isn't isn't an add-on. It's not negotiable. It's not like, oh, well, maybe when you're, when you're a more mature Christian. Else. No, it's for, it's for every believer from day one of their salvation. The Holy Spirit has yeah. to be front and center of your life. So um, it's, I'm so glad you're covering this subject. And, and, yeah, we've got some things. I mean, like Carly's experience, the Holy Spirit, her first experience of the Holy Spirit was type of, Questionable. Well, I think a lot of people, um, <laughs> especially if they've grown up in uh, maybe a denominational background, um, this is something that isn't necessarily taught as you know outside the charismatic church movement. And um, well, I got born again when I was seventeen, and we went to a Baptist church. And the only way we knew there was a Holy Spirit was one day we were started to sing a, a, a we used to sing our hymnals really, and then we got like praise and fellowship, you know, ninety five or something. And uh, we saw, we started singing this this song about um, praise God from whom all blessings flow, mm-hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the Holy who? Mm-hmm. Like, what is <laughs> what is that? And we never talked about it. 
in our church, um, you know, the the passages in the in the scriptures where it talks about the Holy Spirit, we just kind of breezed over those. So it wasn't we never saw any miracles, we never saw any gifts of of the Spirit operating in our church. No one ever spoke in tongues. It just was completely foreign to us. And so, and it was interesting because our church loved the Word of God, really loved the Word of God. And I think this is a real strength of the Baptist church generally is that they really love the Word of God. But their whole emphasis, our church anyway, was just get people saved and get people water baptized. Mm. So we just we just seemed to have some chunks that were missing. And um, there was a whole there was a whole part of the Trinity that I wasn't even familiar with. Didn't even know that existed. wasn't wasn't on my radar at all. And then one day I was in church and this lady came back. She'd been to um, in the nineties. There was a there was like a revival at the Toronto Vineyard um, by the Toronto Airport Vineyard, and um, she she'd been there on vacation. She came back, and you know, in our church, they'd tell you when to get up and and stand up to sing and when to sit down, and all of the all of the songs were written out in numbers and put on the wall, and so it was kind of structured, right? And we all sat in pews, and then one day she just decided to break all the rules. I mean, like, we didn't know what to do. She got up. She stood up. She started lifting her hands in worship. I'd not seen that before. Wow. I'm like, what is she, does wow. she need the bathroom? She, like, is it time for coffee? Like, like, what is this? You know? And then, I mean, she started acting strangely. And then she gets up out of the pew in the middle of the, the service and walks down the front. I'm like, you don't get out of the pew. That's <laughs> There's no precedent for that. She goes down the front. And then she starts speaking in this language that wasn't, you know, a known language. And people are like, oh, the, then the whisper goes around, the tongues have gotten there. The tongues. The tongues have gotten Oh, my God. The tongues and, have gotten And so this, this, this usher from the side of the church, he just grabbed a coat and he, he rushed her from the side, threw the coat over her head and what? then bun, like, like, like a football tackle out the side door of the church. We never, we never saw that woman again. She was gone. What? Struck from the register. <laughs> Go. Believe that. Did anybody yeah. ever see her again or just wow. you guys never saw her again? <laughs> Give us a call wow. if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear from Poor you. Lady. <laughs> so that was my wow. first experience of the Holy Spirit wow. and speaking in tongues. That was terrifying. <laughs> did it freak you out or did it wow. spark your curiosity? No, I was terrified. I was honestly <laughs> terrified for years. And then I met then I met Ashley and he went to a congregational church, which I don't even know what that is, but um but they, they spoke in tongues at his church, so I got the other side of the story. Okay. You know, I got born again and I was sixteen. I, I didn't grow up in a Christian household and my my mother got born again about two months before me off of a Cliff Richard book, the old musician oh, yeah. Cliff Richard. She just read the prayer and got born again. So we were like heathens. To the max, and then she got born again. She's trying to tell me about Jesus. I'm like, don't tell me about Jesus. I'd literally rip, rip the bumper stickers off of her car. I was so anti. And then I went to, I started having these thoughts, and I went to sleep one night, and the the audible voice of God woke me up in my bedroom. It was it was like it was like a waterfall. It was like a synthesizer. It was like an amazing voice just filled the room, and it just said my name like three or four times. Kept waking me up, Ashley, and I just knew that was it was God's voice. I just knew it, even though I didn't believe in God, quote unquote. So the next day, I said to my mum, you know, what happened? She said, well, that's God calling you. And I said, and I realized God was real. So I, I just said this simple prayer. I just said, Jesus, if you're real, um, like help me. And that was my born again experience, if you like. But I'd never seen anything with the Holy Spirit. But as I said that, I turned and hugged my mom. I said, I think I've done it. And I hugged my mom and then I fell to the floor and I cried and sobbed. My mom said it was an hour and she doesn't exaggerate. Like I just sobbed and belly cried, just turned myself inside out for like an hour, just sobbing and crying. And then I started laughing. I mean, like uncontrollably hysterical laughing. It's one o'clock in the morning by now. 
My dad comes down downstairs. He's asleep upstairs. He comes downstairs. He, he thinks I'm on drugs or, or drunk or something. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, you're next. And I'm just belly laughing for like half an hour straight, <laughs> belly laughing. And I'd never seen any manifestations of the Holy Spirit, never seen any, anything like that. So that so that for me, I knew that was a genuine experience. Then I went to a, a camp shortly after that. I was 16. I went to a youth camp. I got prayed for. Again, I went down the Holy Spirit just out under the power. You know, some people... Do people fake it? Of course they do. Is there is there mass hysteria? Of course there is. But there is there is also genuine times. You know, Jesus mm. stood up and said, "I am," and everyone fell backwards. Mm. And I was out in a trance. And when I woke up, I couldn't speak. Now, if you know me, you know that's a miracle. <laughs> I couldn't speak for a day, wow. like literally. They said my face was like shining, glowing, and I literally couldn't speak for a day. I went got I spent the whole day not speaking, didn't say a word, and then went to bed. And I could not, every time I went to open my mouth, I could not speak. So wow. the Lord struck me mute for a day just with his glory. So I experienced those things even though I'd never seen them. So it wasn't like I was copying them or anything. So I'd had this experience of the Holy Spirit. And then um, uh, and then I started speaking in tongues. I learned how to speak in tongues. I, I, I got prayed for and things like that. And then, and then other things happened. But for Carly, it was like she was filled with the Holy Spirit, but she didn't get a prayer language till years afterwards because no one... It was about 12 years probably. Because wow. she couldn't understand it. No one told her what it was about. No one told her the purpose of it. If you don't know the purpose and you've had experiences that create a lot of fear, yeah. you know, you, you, you're just apprehensive about – people are naturally afraid of things they don't understand, I think, anyway. Yeah. But, um, you know, I went you – know, eventually I got to the point where I realised that, you know, this is something – this is a good thing. It's, it's part of God's – it's part of God and, you know, this is a gift and God wants us to speak in tongues and there's a lot of benefits. And so I went down to – for lots of uh, – lots of altar calls to be f- uh, filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues and I just sat – and nothing happened. And I think – Really, the issue wasn't what was going on. It was me. It was just like I had kind of had this fear barrier there. And um, and then one day um, I just got a line in my bedroom. I'm like, God, I know this is, I know this is for me. So I'm just not going to move from here until, until I get what you want me to have. Mm-hmm. And then one, like, it was just like one word at a time, just one word at a time, really gently. It wasn't like, you know, like Ashley's had a whole, got a whole language in an instant. But I think people received the baptism of the Holy Spirit slightly differently and God, you know, he was just real gentle with me. That's awesome. Because I was terrified. That's awesome. Did it feel like um, when you're in your room alone with the Lord like that, did it feel like you were, um, I, I guess I'm asking like in that moment to you, did it feel like you were waiting on the Lord to do something? Or do you feel like he was there with you just waiting patiently on you on you to, to get there? You know what I mean? There's a difference between like, mm. I'm waiting on you to move, Lord. And then there's there's like, I know I'm the one that has to do the moving. I'm so glad you're patient with me. Yeah, you know, you know? Is it, I, was there was there something? You know, I think um, just because I was, I, I'd, I'd kind of worked through all of those, um, re- all the reasoning in my head already, and I knew that the barrier was it was me, mm-hmm. that um, God wasn't holding back on me. Right. That was a huge deal for me because yeah. I I went through a lot of self condemnation, like you know, going down and feeling like there must be something wrong with me. Everyone else gets something and I don't. I must have something that's broken, you know. There must be. I knew that the problem was me, but I just had a, I'd really got into a lot of self-condemnation about why can't I receive from God? Everyone else seems to be able to get it so easily mm. and I can't. Like there must be a, a problem with me. And, um, you know, the Lord just never condemned me, never kind of was mean to me. It was just real sweet and gentle. And once I realised that it's just simply because I'd, been taught against something for so long didn't just had a lot of misunderstandings to work through then once I got to that point I was like okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here and I'm and my, my brain started telling me you're making this up you know I started to get one word at a time and I think that's really common right I yeah. mean like 
yeah. because this is a, this is your spirit praying, yep. not your natural mind. And I'm thinking this is gibberish. I'm totally just <laughs> making this up. This doesn't, you know. And then the Lord's like, you just need to do these things in faith. You don't have to understand it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of huge for me. That's pretty awesome. Um, you guys have not heard um, our conversation that we had on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, partly because it hasn't. Uh, hasn't been, aired yet. Hasn't, <laughs> hasn't come. Yeah, hasn't come out yet since you guys have recorded this. But everything you're saying is is something that somebody in this room has touched on in the past few weeks. Uh, I believe Brittany. I believe you were talking a few weeks ago about people who have said to you something to the nature of, "Well, God just hasn't done it for me yet," mm-hmm. and and you know, to get to the point when it's like, "No, He has." Yeah. You need to get yourself out of the way. I love that that just came up, and I think it was Will that was talking about how. Um, comparing receiving the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues to, to uh, I believe you were talking about it to like a, a, in relation to like a child learning something. You would never, you would never say, oh, you know what? You're just speaking one word. It's time to talk sentences or something like. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I think those are both, both of those things have come up here over the past few weeks. Yeah. yeah. And it seems like the common theme is like when we try to make it happen, it it doesn't stop it from happening, but it definitely makes it harder than it has to be. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. like that's what I was talking about with the child receiving a gift, I think is what I said. That's what it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like the child doesn't have to do anything to get a gift. I mean, no, you're, you're, you're a precious baby. You're adorable. I'm going to give you everything I have, you know? Um, but yeah, when there's that resistance that we have, it just kind of makes it harder than it has to be more complicated, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We can overcomplicate things and, and overthink things. You know, I want to say as well, you know, we talked a lot about manifestation and things like that, but you can be filled with the Holy spirit and feel nothing in the, in the, <laughs> in your flesh. You yeah. Know? Talk yeah. about that. And it's, you know, it's, it's important for people to realize it's a spiritual experience. Some people have a, have a physical manifestation or a physical feeling. Some people feel, say they feel like, you know, uh, I hate this saying, but they say it's like liquid love, you know, like oil <laughs> fun over there. But um, <laughs> I don't know why I like that, liquid love. Anyway. They feel like love, warmth coming through their body. Some people feel like, you know, they fall over, things like that. You don't need to experience, you don't need to feel anything physically. If you have something physically happen to you, that's fine. But we should never seek those experiences. Yeah. Like we're not meant to seek those experiences. We're meant to seek God. We're meant to seek the Holy Spirit. And if we, if our body has an experience, that's fine. But we should never seek, and we should never think, you know, we, I've, I've been to a church, we were part of a, ch- a church leadership where unless people were falling over, unless people were running around, unless people were crying or laughing, it wasn't like God didn't show up. It wasn't a good service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to I lay that one and, and yeah, you know, put so that good. one to bed and say, no, that's not true. That's yeah. so you can have the power of God and, and, you know, some people react to it physically, some people don't. So don't think like you, you have to have a physical reaction. And also you could be filled with the Holy Spirit and not speak in tongues. It's your choice. Now, I believe that speaking in tongues, the personal prayer language is for every believer. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the enemy attacks us on it so much because it's so powerful. And he doesn't I understand it. He doesn't yeah. understand it. It's so powerful. He attacks us on it. But it's, you know, it's for every believer. But a couple of things Carly touched on and 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 the others as well have, have touched on, you have to do it by faith. Like it's, it's, a, it's your choice. It's not God going to do it to you. God doesn't do anything to us. <laughs> it has to be our choice. So we have to choose like, I'm going to choose to speak in tongues. And then you have to actually do it by faith because when you start speaking like a baby that's starting to talk, you know, it's going to sometimes come out, you know, weird and you're not going to be, it's just going to be syllables and that's okay. Your natural mind is going to be like, you're just making it up. But that's why it takes faith because it's your spirit praying directly to God's spirit. So you're bypassing your natural mind. Your natural mind is never going to understand tongues. So even now I've been speaking in tongues for 
whatever, 20, 30 years, even now I still think to myself, is this a waste of time? Now and again I have that thought. Mm. You know, that's just the enemy. That's just your flesh. Just don't worry about it. Just keep pressing through. And as you do that, that will get you into faith because it takes faith to pray in tongues. And if you want to be in faith, pray in tongues for a duration of time. You try and pray in tongues for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, it's going to put you in faith because your natural mind is going to be like, you're wasting your time. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message. Whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com, and hit the giving link right there. Um, it's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon.